This is Miss Ayanna Burnett with Reflections from the Red Chair. Greetings, greetings, greetings. All right, y'all. This one is for the parents. The parents who are amidst struggle right now. And this episode is largely in response that when I have individuals who are reaching out to me who are interested in receiving parent reunification services, one of the first questions I get while they are waiting to schedule their orientation is, do you have any resources for me? Or sometimes at the end of the process even, right? The question is, what else can I be doing now to begin to better things between myself and my child because during that first or even last conversation there's hurt there's heartbreak even right that literally the people who are coming to me are heartbroken and are looking for a way to be able to mend things as quickly as possible because one of the most impactful moments that a truly wanting, loving parent can experience is feeling distant and more so emotionally distanced or blocked out from their child, right? And, you know, for those parents who are wanting to be there and when they're feeling that they're denied access or that they're missing out on precious life moments that cannot be relived, There's not even words for the despair and the sorrow that that can trigger in our inner worlds. So this is for those individuals or anyone who you may know that is in a similar situation. I want to answer this question of what can you do now in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the messiness, in the midst of all of the pain and the struggle, what can you do? And this may really surprise you. But first and foremost, I would say grieve. And on your own terms, right? So it's this idea of first turning your attention and your focus inward. And allowing yourself to acknowledge the loss. Because at that moment in time, there is some fantasy, dream, ideal, maybe even promises that you once had and or had received and they're dead. Right? You are now living an experience that is very much probably the the very opposite of what you desired and had expected when you possibly even conceived this child or when you came together with now your former beloved and decided to choose them, right? And now here you are, the the blueprint that you had for merging your life paths together is completely altered. 
So first and foremost is to grieve. Don't resist the feelings, but rather find a safe space and or practices that allow you to sit with them and let them move. And this is why I say that this is the first step, because you're not going to truly be able to move forward and to be willing or even open and and accessible and present to build something new, right? To create a new blueprint based upon these current circumstances, unless you let go of the old. You got to let it go. There's no blame, there's no shame, no blaming you, no blaming the other person, no shaming, right? Because I I see that all the time. We want to get stuck on who did what and why. That's, That's just hurt. That's just hurt. That's just disappointment. That can be anger, but it's anger because we feel that something was taken from us, right? Which means that there's still something that we want that we believe that we can't have. So that entire time you are focused on what it is that you want that you can't have. And when you are focused on lack and and the absence of what you want, you are already out of alignment with what you want. And honestly, when I see people who come to me in in this particular place, we can't even have a conversation about what we're going to do moving forward because they're still stuck in grief. And this is the thing, y'all. We don't just grieve things that have died or people that have died or... We grieve circumstances and experiences and dreams and desires and fantasies that have died. So number one, find space, resources, people who you can trust, where you can just own the heartbreak and let it out, let it move through you. Trust me, it feels as if it's going to drown you, but it won't. It will move and as it moves, eventually you will find that it will dissipate and it will shift, right? It's like I remember the summer when we were at the beach and we were leaving and I saw that there was a sign and it talked about riptides, right? And it said that when you get caught up in the riptide, that you are not to fight it. Instead, that what it suggested that you do is to either tread water or float, right? Because if you tread water or you float and you allow the riptide to move you, that although, yes, it's going to take you away from the shore for a bit, it literally had this picture where it would pull you out, but eventually it would actually dump you back and push you back to shore, right? So we oftentimes get frightened because we're getting pulled away and further further away and and we can't see and now we can't control where we're going and now we're afraid that we're just gonna you know I don't know disappear or just be lost out at sea right that we won't be able to find our way back but amazing enough the way that the riptide works is that there'll be this strong current and eventually it will push you bring circle back right it's going to circle back emotions work the same way right so when you are feeling all of all of this all of these strong feelings that sometimes don't even have names or we're not able to name when we're in it trust me if you find a way that you allow yourself to tread the emotion or float through the emotion it will indeed bring you back there is always some beautiful wisdom or message that is within the pain 
There is always opportunity within the difficulty, but not if we're resisting it. We must be willing to yield to that divine intelligence within us that says that this emotion is overwhelming because it's too much for you to hold by yourself. So number two, I would say grab your spiritual practices, whatever your most powerful spiritual practice may be, grab it. And make certain that you are holding and utilizing these on a daily basis. This may even be the time to increase your spiritual practices, right? Because this situation is not just going to be resolved through your energy alone. It's involving other people and we never have the ability to to change hearts, to change minds and to change other people's behavior. But the one thing we definitely can do is to tap into our own divinity because we all come from the same source. So if we allow ourselves now instead to be led through this process and to be inspired from the inside out, then you will literally begin to be amazed at the ideas that pop into your head, right? Because this is all about finding a new pattern of relating and interacting with our child and interacting with our former beloved because we're wanting to get different results. So whatever it is that you have been doing to this point, it isn't working anymore. It's outdated. And so it's now time to transform it with something new to replace it with something new. But you can't do that unless you are inspired by something greater than you, right? You've got to be able to outgrow the problem. So this is your time of growth. And that's partly why it hurts so much. And it's so difficult, right? Because you're even reaching for new resources within yourself, new ideas, new responses within yourself, new ways of perceiving the circumstances that you find yourself amidst, right? So that's why number two is to go grab your most powerful spiritual practices and if you don't have one that's okay this is the time to explore and you can start with something as simple and ancient as meditation just focusing the mind on something that's easy and feels good that's really it that's all you have to do for meditation right you don't have to worry about going and spending all this money and having to stop the mind because the mind thinks so that's not going to work right but literally finding moments to just be still by focusing having single-minded focus on something that is not triggering very strong negative emotions And from this place of being inspired, then that's when you allow yourself simply to be in the moment, this present moment. And then I would say number three is to just focus on what it is that you want and not the circumstances, but the feelings that you're wanting 
to experience in regards to this situation. Because you can seek these feelings elsewhere, right? If you're looking for satisfaction, if you're looking for connection, if you're looking for openness, if you're looking for joy again. And okay, right now, maybe we don't necessarily experience them in relation to this family situation. But I'm certain that there are other places in your world and other parts of your experience that you can and you do. And let those hold weight. And why is this? Because you are going to be even more inspired from a place that feels good than from a place that feels bad. That's just kind of the way that we are, right? If you think about the movie Monsters, Inc., right? And at first they were empowering their whole city with screams. And so they, you know, had this whole elaborate um, operation for scaring kids so that they could um, capture their screams and then they would use that as fuel, Right. But then eventually they turned it around and they found that, well, wait a minute, happiness and laughter and that that was actually an even more powerful fuel. So this is the thing. I'm not saying that you won't be able to get results and that you won't be motivated from pain because you will. But at some point, you're going to find that if you can now flip it and to accept where you are now and now focus on where you're going. Right. Because the past you can't do anything about. I can't do anything about that when people come to me. I cannot change the past. But the one thing that we can do is begin to create the future. And if you were doing that from a more positive, good feeling place, you will find that you'll just take longer strides. That's all. You'll take longer strides because you'll have less baggage from from the old stuff. So these would literally be my one, two, three that I would give to you. Those who are asking me, what can you do immediately in this time and space when there is estrangement between you and your child or there is difficulty and conflict between you and your former beloved? Number one, grieve. Number two, connect with your most powerful spiritual practices and or explore some and make these new routines, right? Because we want to begin to get full again, but full of of that substance, of that life force that is going to be ever present. And thus, there's no shortage of it, right? So that you'll know that you can always reach for it and it will always be there. And then from that new place, that higher vibe, as I like to say, the number three, begin to focus on the desired feeling and connecting with the ways in which you are experiencing it now and letting that be your inspiration and your fuel, right, for beginning to intuit what are going to be the next steps that will get you closer to your true goal of reconnecting with your child. But don't take my word for it. Put it into practice. And if you're needing help, reach out. Until next time, be light.